Good morning, Com Church. I am so glad to be with you this morning. I'm so blessed. Um, I'm privileged to be able to um, bring the word to you. You know, I've not spoken um, in church for over a year, actually, um, and uh, it seemed like the right time uh, to bring uh, a word of encouragement for just a few minutes this morning. So uh, I want to thank you. You know, you're not here by accident today. The fact that you're on this stream, um, that you're ready. Um, to hear the word, you know, that's not by chance. So I, I just pray right now, Father God, I pray that as I bring this word of encouragement to my friends on this stream, Lord God, that you would touch every one of them, Lord God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that something that you speak through me would resonate in the hearts of each and every person. Lord, those watching online, God, those in the room this morning, Lord, I pray a, an impartation of your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. The title of my talk today is Don't Stay in Your Lane. And I can already tell there's going to be some people thinking, where on earth is he going with this? Don't stay in my lane. Um, you know, because often people tell you, stay in your lane. But today I'm going to tell you, don't stay in your lane. And this is um, building on a, a vision, sort of a thought that God has given me over the past few weeks. Um, and I don't know about you, but in 2020, at the very start, I was filled with optimism and I had so many plans. You know, I, I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to expand my businesses. You know, I wanted to travel. I wanted to go to America to see Sarah's family and just, just live life in 2020. And uh, like everybody else, there was a massive fat X that just showed up in my life that said, uh -uh, that's not happening. And, um, you know, I had this vision that the Lord gave me of a, a smart motorway. You know, I, I don't know how many of you are drivers and I don't know how many of you have driven down, say, the, the M25. And uh, it's, it's what they call a smart motorway. And uh, for those who don't know, basically, um, every, every sort of few hundred meters above the, uh, each of the lanes is like a, a symbol, uh, like a screen. And at any point, a, an X can appear above your lane. And what that means is, is that the lane... Uh, is now closed or it's about to be closed further up. And sometimes you'll get these arrows on the other lanes that are pointing you across, that you've got to change lane. You've got to get into another lane. And you know what? 2020 for me, and I'm sure for nearly everybody else, um, you were just driving along the motorway ever so nicely in your comfort zone. You were going 70 miles an hour, hopefully not 80. I know there are some of you that probably drive 80 down the motorway. But you're driving along 70 miles an hour, and all of a sudden there's an X that appears. And you've got to make a decision in that moment. You know, in that moment, each of us was faced with a decision. Do we stay in the lane that we're in right now or do we change lanes? You know, there were some moments in 2020 where I felt like I needed, to, I, I just couldn't deal with this. I just need to stay still. I'm going to stay where I am. It's going to open up eventually. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to stay in my lane and wait it out. And you know, if you're in the motorway, obviously because the lane's blocked, you've kind of got to just slow down and come to a stop. And I think there's plenty of people in 2020 that took the decision, I'm just going to stop my car, I'm just going to wait here. This year's a write-off. Whatever happens, happens, but I'm not doing anything about it. I'm just going to stay where I am. You know, and, and some of us have sat in a fence. You know, we're offended at God. We're offended at the situation. We're offended at the government. We're offended at COVID. And we're just going to, I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to advance. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to stay where I am. And, you know, there's some, there's, some, there's some moments I thought like that. I'm just going to stay here, write the year off, wait for 2021. Um, but what we've realized already in 2021 um, was that COVID didn't just disappear on the 1st of January, but actually it looks kind of like a repeat. Um, and so we're faced with a choice today. 
Do we stay where we are? Do we stay put? Do we stay stationary in our lane or um, do we change lanes? You know, I think when we, st- when we stay still and when we wait, some of us would have realized this in 2020. We're kind of like, I'm just going to stay here. I'm just offended. I'm just, I, j- I can't be bothered. I'm not going to go out of my way to do anything. I'm just going to stay exactly where I am. I'm going to look after myself and I'm going to stay here. But what we start to notice is uh, as we're sat in our lane here on the, the, you know, the left lane of the motorway, we're just sat, we're just waiting, you know, the traffic starts to go past us because everyone else has changed lanes. You know, people have started to join the online Zoom meetings. People have started to read their Bible more. People have started to learn other skills. There's people that have picked up online degrees and there's people that have started to serve their neighbourhoods and there's people that have signed up for this and that and they're, they're going past us and we're going, what? Why, why didn't I do that? I, I've been sat here in my offence for the last six months and there's people that have actually, you know what, they've, they've changed lanes and they're still going at the same speed. You know, some of us, we just, we just sat there and we thought, I'm just going to wait this out. You know, I don't need to do anything. You know, God, I'm not changing, but I just need you to change my situation. I need you to, to, do, to do it for me, God. Just, just, just move this away so I can keep going down my lane because this is my place of comfort. You know, I, I feel called to be in this lane. I don't feel called to be in that lane there. So, Lord, if you could just um, move, move everything out of the way and just allow me to, to carry on, that would be great. If you could just um, take me off furlough, Lord, so I can go back to my workplace because I don't want to get another job. You know, I, I feel like this is a little bit... Um, like the uh, the story of the rich young man, and we're, we're going to read this. Um, it's, it's in uh, three or four of the Gospels. We're going to read from Luke chapter eighteen, and it says this. Um, so Jesus has this conversation with him, uh, with this with this rich young ruler, as he's described in the Gospels, and. Um, he, he basically tells him that he needs to keep the commandments. And the rich young ruler says, you know, I've been doing this my whole life. I, I, I know how to keep the commandments. I've been taught the laws. I'm doing that, Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going down that lane. Um, but Jesus says to him, you still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was a man of great wealth. You see, your offence, your comfort, your disobedience will keep you trapped in the lane that you're in. You know, you shouldn't stay in your lane if it's shut. You see, if you refuse to change lane, you may be missing out on the blessing. You see, Jesus challenged that rich young man. He said, you need to give these up. You need to get out of the lane that you're in and move into this lane. Then you're going to see the kingdom of heaven in your life. Then you're going to see treasure that you've never seen before. But sometimes we bypass the blessing because we don't like the route. You know, sometimes Jesus is calling us to take a different route. He's calling us to step outside our comfort zone. He's calling us to take a different route, but we don't want to go there because it's uncomfortable, because it means we've got to change what we think is uh, what God wants for us. You know, that we have to change um, the path that we're on. We have to change jobs. We have to change relationships. We have to change our situation. But sometimes we don't want to do that. But here's the thing, with those smart motorways, when we're driving along and we see that X, you know, we don't think twice, oh, maybe that's wrong. Maybe I should just stay in this lane. Um, we, no, you know, we trust the fact that the motorway 
is smart, that it's smarter than we are, that there's somebody watching on those cameras that sees ahead that there's a traffic accident. And we don't think twice. We get out of the lane and we go into the other lane. But how many of us think we know better than God? And, you know, I have been... Um, I've been guilty of this. You know, I feel like I, I, I know better. You know, I'm just, I'm just fine here. You know, I feel like I've been called to do this thing. But you know what, church? Sometimes God calls us to do something for a season and then there's something else. You know, there's more. You know, we don't have to stay put. We don't have to stay in the thing that God called us into 10 years ago. Because sometimes, you know, who knows? There might be something better. But how many of us think that we know better than God? You know, and here's the other thing, right? If you choose to stay stationary, say, say I choose to stay stationary in my lane, that I don't, I don't want to change. I'm going to stay where I am. I'm going to write 2020 off. Let, let, let's wait for 2021. That's going to be, I'll just stay here. I'm offended. But you know what happens is, you know, on the motorway, if you've stayed in your lane, there's going to be people come up behind you. You're going to cause a pile up. You're going to cause an accident. You're going to cause a crash. You know, offended people create offended people. You know, when, when, you, when you feel upset, when you feel um, fed up with the government or when you feel fed up with your workplace or when you feel fed up with your family and you go and vent on Facebook or you tell your neighbour, you know, oh, you know, this is so rubbish. You know, that, that, that offence spreads much quicker than good news. You know, offence travels so fast. Um, and I want to encourage you today, don't let your offence spread to other people. Don't let your hurt hurt other people. Let's be people of positivity today. You know, I, 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 I've been the first to moan about my situation. You know, I've had a really tough year, as I'm sure most of you have. But let's change our perspective now. Let's change our perspective. Let's not stay where we are. Let's not cause a pile up. Let's not bring other people down with us. Let's take them up with us as we go. So the other part of what I want to say is that not only can we keep ourselves trapped in our lanes, but other people can keep us trapped in our lanes. Other people's expectations of you can keep you stuck where you are. And how many times over the years have you seen that, that, you know, your bosses or your, your family or your friends have said, you know what, no, you just, this is, you just focus on this right now. This is what's right for you. You know, you just need to stay here. You know, maybe that'll happen, but you just, you know, focus on what you're doing right now. And, uh, you know, I, I just think about the disciples, you know, they were called from um, being fishermen, being, you know, kind of, kind of um, uneducated, lower class citizens. And Jesus called them. And you wonder what people would have said, you know, like, you know, you guys, you know, you, you, you can't do that. You're, you're not qualified to be teachers and to, to follow the Messiah. You, that's not, you know, you're not about that. You know, what would people have thought of them? You know, sometimes people can keep you trapped in your lane. You know, this is where you're meant to be. Don't be too ambitious. You can't meet Jesus Zacchaeus. You're way too short. You can't be a preacher, Peter. You can barely even write. You can't have a child, Abraham. Have you seen how old you are? You know, people will keep you trapped. People will stop you fulfilling your destiny if you allow them to keep you in your lane. But I want to tell you this. I feel that there's people here today that need to know this. Don't let other people's expectations stop you from achieving your breakthrough. Don't let other people's expectations stop you from fulfilling your destiny. And you know, how many of us are guilty of this? I, I see people get saved in church. And you know, people start to get bitter when the people that get saved start to see more blessing than they do. You know, you, 
you know, we, we, we start to think, oh, you know, I've been in church all these time, all these years. And, and, you know, the pastor's never given me that opportunity. Or I've been in church all these years and I've never seen the kind of financial breakthrough that that person has. But we've got to stop doing that, church. We've got to stop um, keeping people trapped or, or, or putting our own expectations on people. Because the only person that can put expectations on people is God. And he has great expectations for your life today. You know, I want to tell you, if you're there today and you feel like you're downtrodden, that Jesus has greater for you. I want to tell you today that if you feel like there's no way out for you, that there is a way out in Jesus Christ. I want to speak to the single mums today. I want to speak to the uh, financially oppressed today. I want to speak to the sick today and tell you that there is a way out. No matter what the doctor says, no matter what your neighbour says, no matter what your mother and your father say, that there is breakthrough, that there is a way out for you. In Jesus' name, why don't you believe it? Why don't you clap your hands and thank God that he is faithful today? So I want to think about Joseph. And Joseph knew, he knew that he had a higher calling on his life. He knew that he had a purpose on his life. And, you know, he was quite vocal about it. You know, he would share these amazing dreams that God had given him. And, you know, it upset his family. And I kind of get that. You know, if, if you're kind of over there, kind of, oh, God's got this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be this and you're going to bow down to me. And, you know, I, I would be kind of ticked off too. But what did they do? They didn't want Joseph to, to, to do that. They put their expectations on him. They're like, you know, you're, we don't like you. And, and you know what they did? They threw him in a well. But you know what? God has a funny way of rescuing those who know their importance. You know, Joseph knew that God had a plan for his life. And you know what? God showed up as he continues to show up for us today. He, he sent um, a caravan and they, they rescued him. And, uh, you know, God had a funny way of um, redeeming the destiny that was on Joseph's life. You know, his brothers couldn't take that away from him. But, you know, he, he, he knew, I believe that Joseph, not one moment did he stop believing that God had a plan. You know, when you are faithful, when you are faithful to God, when you serve his vision, when you serve his purposes, he will make a way to make sure that your destiny is fulfilled. You know, God is that free roadside recovery service. You know, it might not be your fault. It might not be your mistake. Uh, maybe it is, but I want to tell you today that God is our free roadside recovery service. He's going to be there. He's going to rescue you in your time of need. When you hit the bottom of the well, Jesus is going to be there and he's going to pick you up. But what's amazing about Joseph is not only that he did fulfill his destiny, that he did fulfill his purpose, but actually was the fact that he was able to open up that, that blessing. He was able to open up the lane and bring his family with him too. You know, obviously there was a drought and, um, you know, he was able to provide food and, and, and uh, what the Lord had blessed him with, he was able to release to those who had previously oppressed him. And I want to read just this scripture from Deuteronomy that says, today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose a life so that your descendants may live. So he Here's the amazing thing. You know, today you might feel like you have no worth. You might feel like you have no purpose. But when you choose life, when you choose to partner with God, when you choose to get off your bum and get out of your lane, God is going to release such a blessing upon your life that it's not just going to impact you, but it's going to impact your children. It's going to impact your children's children. It's going to affect the community around you. It's going to affect your workplace in Jesus' name because there is nothing that can stop God from doing his work 
work in you when you choose life. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to conclude today by saying this. Don't stay in your lane. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't stay in your lane. You know, this is not a year for staying put. This is not a year for just surviving. Maybe we did that in 2020 and that's fine. We can move on from that. But today I want to challenge you. 2021 might not look like what you want it to. 2021 might be a bit of a challenge. But today I want to say don't stay in your lane. Don't let it just be a year of existing, but let 2021 be a year of advance. And this is what, this is the last thing I want to say. Because sometimes we feel like, you know, we're moving into a new lane and uh, we feel kind of sad or we mourn the fact that we've left those other things behind. The lane has been closed to you. Just because um, you've had to kind of move into a new direction doesn't mean that the old thing won't reopen up. It's like you drive along the smart motorway and uh, you've been driving along and the lanes have been shut. And eventually, you know, you get past the blockage, you get past the disaster and suddenly every other lane starts to open back up to you. But now God has grown you. He's taken you from the place of the original comfort. And now you've got this whole new expanse, this new territory that you've taken. And you've got so much more available to you because you took that step of changing lanes. You know, just because it's gone in this season doesn't mean that it's lost forever. You know, I'm still believing for my house. I'm still believing for my businesses. I'm still believing for my unsaved family members. It doesn't mean that it's lost. It just means that God's taken you on a detour. He's expanded you. He's grown you. He's opened up your life. He's broadened your horizons. But for now, I have to change lane. And I want you to think about that right now. What does that mean? What does that mean you're going to lay down? What, what does that mean in this, in this uh, immediate season? What are you going to lay down and sacrifice so that God may advance you? You know, I want to pray in a minute. Um, but first, I just want to read this scripture that says in uh, Psalms 25, 4, it says, show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. And I want to pray that today. Father God, I pray that you would show us the way that we're to go. Show us, Father God, where we need to change lanes. Show us, Father God, where we need to avoid a wreck, where we need to just get out of the way um, so that you can do your thing. Lord God, I pray that you would take us out of our comfort zone. Unlike that rich young man, Lord God, I pray that we would lay down what you call us to lay down. Father God, that we would pick up our cross and follow you even when it hurts, Father God, even when it's difficult, even when we feel let down. Lord God, I pray that we would choose your way, that we would follow you, that you are the way, you are the truth, you are the light. And Father God, I pray that Jesus, in your name, we will be set free from uh, disobedience, from offence, Lord God, that we would stop being offended at our situation, at our circumstances, and we would start being restored by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, take us forward in your kingdom. May we be the vessels that deliver your presence to those around us, Lord God, that when we change lane, that when we go higher, Father God, that we may bless those around us, that your blessing will be released to our brothers and sisters, to our sons and daughters. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen.